This is Wayne Brown from Life Back on Track. Welcome to the latest episode. In this episode, I want to talk to you about someone I suppose you could call her pretty special to me. Now, (laughs) many years ago, I certainly wouldn't have referred to her as special. You see, this is my second wife, who when I first met her, certainly seemed like a pleasant enough lady, and whose company I enjoyed, I enjoyed hanging around her. And then we decided to get into a relationship, and we moved in together, and that was when it started to go a little bit pear-shaped, it started to go a little bit south. And we started having arguments and conflict, and over time, we became very good at our conflict. And I don't mean that in a good way. I mean that as in a terrible way. We became very toxic. We became very argumentative. We would argue for hours on end, name-calling, lots of screaming. I feel, Looking back, I feel very sorry for our neighbours because it must have been terrible listening to us, uh, waiting for one of us to be killed, I'm sure. Um, however... Both of us lacked any skill to deal with conflict in a healthy way. We were both attacking and defending, attacking and defending, attacking and defending. And it was not pleasant, it wasn't healthy for either of us. Certainly was not a a good situation. And we would argue in front of friends, family. Uh, We had a business together, so we'd argue in front of staff, in front of clients. It was shocking. And it seemed to me at the time that it all stemmed from her insecurities, her jealousies. She always felt I was having affairs. I wasn't. Uh, There was never any evidence that I was because it wasn't happening. Anyway, she would have all these, why are you hanging out with her and have you done this with her? And there were some not very pleasant situations. And of course, I would respond in kind that was not very pleasant either. And as I said, we had no skills that were actually effective in dealing with conflict. We could certainly do the conflict, but we weren't effective in a healthy way at all. So, This relationship went on for a number of years and I had an epiphany one day that I realised that this situation was not going to get better, it was not going to improve, that she seemed determined to keep this conflict going as long as possible. And I had enough and one day I said, right, I'm done, I'm out. I tap out, you win, whatever it is, I'm out. And so we ended it, and I moved out, got my own place, and a while later I was doing some work with the men's group that I had been doing work with. And one of the chaps there who was wonderfully astute, uh, very in tune with doing work with people, he was helping me, and The process that he was using is used with dealing with conflict. And it was one of my first major exposures to external conflict and how to deal with it 
which led to me developing various tools and processes that have made a massive difference in my dealing with conflict in a far more effective, healthy and clean way. Anyway, this chap, his name was Joe. He asked us men who wants to do some work. And I put my hand up because I was carrying this burden of anger and it was literally weighing me down and I was having trouble standing properly. So it's the metaphorical weight, not a literal weight, but the emotions that were tied to it and all of this sort of thing were very heavy on me, very heavy, creating a lot of stress and exhaustion. And the first step of the process is they ask for the facts as they explain it. it's like a closed circuit camera is watching the situation and you can only relate the facts of what actually is seen not what's felt but what's seen and so i explained the situation which was not very pleasant between my ex-wife and myself and I explained to him the situation and what was involved in all of this. And he then asked, what is it, uh, what are the emotions that are involved in the situation? And I started to explain the emotions. And looking back now, it's really obvious. However, at the time, like a, anytime you're in a cyclone or a tornado or some sort of wind-based phenomenon is when you're in the middle of it it's you've got all of this wind whipping around you and even though the center might be calm the outside is just noise and stuff being thrown around it's hard to have any clarity and I didn't at the time anyway Joe asked me what are your emotions and I said I'm angry I said I'm pissed off I feel violated and anyone could say now looking back that violated doesn't fit with the other two. It's the odd one out. Anyway, Joe picked up on this very quickly. And he asked me, where else in your life have you felt violated? And I responded with a light bulb going off in my head and realising that my entire life I had supplicated my wants, my goals, my desires to what other people wanted. So if I wanted to do something and that conflicted with my partner's want, I would then put mine on the back burner so that they could have the, theirs. And this created within me a lot of internal conflict, a lot of stress, a lot of tension, which ultimately, when it got triggered, would come out in a not very healthy way. And it was only because I had no idea of what it was or where it came from. But when Joe said that, or asked that question, and the light bulb went off, I realised that my second wife, who at the time I felt was toxic and insecure and jealous and manipulative and nasty and argumentative, all she was doing was challenging me to step into my power, to be confident, to step into my masculinity, masculinity, to be determined, to be strong, to be centred. All the time she had been challenging me to do that and I wasn't rising to the challenge. I wasn't up for the, the 
opportunity to become more of who I automatically am. So, in that moment, when I had that realisation, all that stress, all the negative emotions, all of that anxiety, all of that toxicity, all of that stuff that I had been carrying, I realised I had completely mislabeled her. I'd been projecting a heap of stuff onto her, all my expectations, all my fears, all of this crap I'd been pushing onto her. And I let it drop, and I literally felt lighter in an instant. So that woman, and I haven't had a conversation with her since, and I had this realisation of she was actually the best thing to ever happen to me because my life turned in that instant in a better direction. So from then on, things got better. I became stronger, more determined, more capable, more independent, more able to voice for myself. So even things like at my workplace where the boss or we'd be having a meeting and they'd ask, has anyone got any questions? In the past, I wouldn't have said anything because I'd be fearful of being judged and all of this sort of stuff. So I wouldn't do it. But now, I'll say it. I'll, if I need to say it, I'll say it rather than suck it up. So the impact that she had had on my life was huge, especially once I accepted that lesson that she had been bringing to me for years that I wasn't getting. So this episode... I challenge you, I give you the opportunity to look at your ex-partners and I'm sure there will be labels you would be putting on aspects of them, labels that apply to their behaviours, their attitudes, their beliefs, their um, habits, their mindsets, where we might have had a little conflict with it. And I want you to think about how they could be offering something which gives you an opportunity to become a better version of yourself. So that's my lesson for you today. And I know I've spoken about this before and I wanted to talk about it again because I've spoken to people recently and we were talking about ex-partners and I could see that they were still carrying around a lot of this baggage regarding them where they had all of this negative emotion that was attributed to them that they were dragging into their current day, their current life, even though it had occurred years before. They were still dragging this stuff around. And I wanted to mention it to you again because I want you to be free of it. I want you to be able to stand tall and be strong and confident and capable and be the best version of you. So that's your challenge for today. That's your lesson for today. What is it that your ex-partner presented to you so that you can be a better version of you? So that's it for today. I hope you've enjoyed the episode. I hope it turns on some lights. I hope it gives you some epiphanies, some realizations so that you can become the best version of you. So step into the lesson, step into the challenge, step up for the opportunity and be all that you can be. Until the next episode, take care of yourself and remember, here's to a good life.